This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with your host, food critic and writer for Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, here of Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we got a few things to talk about, including... Apples. It falls upon us, but we're going to talk about Anne's piece about apples in the uh, best of issue of Milwaukee Magazine. She also, uh, we're going to talk about Emmy's African Cuisine as well. She did a piece on them in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. Plus, we got some events to talk about and some a couple of uh, new black woman-owned restaurant as well. Let me start off with the thing I've been asking for Milwaukee since I got here. There's news, Anne. Are you ready for this news? I don't think I'm ready. I, I think you, you, yeah, but you're going to have to, like, just prepare me for this, trait. So I've been complaining that for a city this size, not to have a proper Korean barbecue joint in a city like Milwaukee is unacceptable. You've been saying this for years. The city wants to be a global city. You can't have, one, you, you need a dim sum restaurant. We still have failed on that. Yes, we have. And I said we need a proper Korean barbecue where the, you cook the food at your table, not ordering a menu. You actually bring the meats and the vegetables. You do it at your table. We need that in the city if we want to be respected as a global city, right? Well, it looks like we're not getting a dim sum restaurant, but it looks like we're getting a, a, a all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue joint and hot pot. We lost a hot pot joint from Wanzine during the pandemic. Now the only yeah. hot pot spot really, great hot pot spot is Shezwan. But it looks like we're getting killing two birds with one stone with this new spot. That is, it's a chain. It's a national chain called K Pot. They're all over the East Coast. They started in New York. They actually recently opened two in Atlanta, uh, and they're uh, actually expanding fast. Looks like, and I was like looking at the news. There's San Antonio. There's this all over the country. They kind of they're popping up. And it's a joint that offers all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue and hot pot. Apparently, it was started by four friends in New York City, and they have basically been dominating the East Coast. I feel like I've been to one in the, in the, in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia one. I'm not, I feel like I, my friend took me to one, and I feel like it was really, really good. It was out in Virginia. I I am excited about this. Um, I, I will say that... Well, it's going to be in Greenfield, which is fine. That's yeah. fine. I wish it was going to be a little bit closer. Um, yeah, I wish it was in River West. I probably live there. Yes, you wish everything were in River mm-hmm. West, but you know. So, um, the, so the idea of this place is going to have kind of like a nightlife atmosphere. I pulled up the the menu over the website, and we want to. Um, I'm not going to talk about the, the the fountain drinks menu, but I'm going to talk about uh, <laughs> kind of like uh, they have a nice sake menu as well and soju menu. Um, but we're going to get into the hot pot kind of stuff first. So they have different broths, apparently. They have seven types of broths you can choose for if you're a hot pot. If you're not familiar with hot pot, basically hot pot, you get like a little container, metal container of, of uh, your broth that you're picking, and then you get raw ingredients, meat or vegetables, which you dip in the hot pots, let it cook, and then you create sauces and you just go to town. So the types of broths they have, they have the Szechuan, a tomato soup, a Thai tom yum broth, healthy herbs broth, Japanese miso, Korean seafood tofu broth, or mushroom soup broth. 
And again, you get different ingredients you can put in there from meats to vegetables. We're not going to go into the whole thing. Um, then, of course, they have the barbecue, Korean barbecue. Familiar, like the different types like bulgogi, galbi, and all that kind of stuff as well that you cook at your table. I hope they can cook at the table because I know there's some laws, at least in Milwaukee, which are stupid laws where you're not allowed to cook at your table, which makes no sense to me. But whatever. I wonder if that if that has well, I mean, if that's in Milwaukee, a Milwaukee mm-hmm. rule or regulation or something that doesn't also pertain to Greenfield. I wonder that because I remember when Soul Restaurant was around. Yeah, and I asked them. They said to me about like the law in Milwaukee didn't allow us to do that, which you know the people run this city needs to get with the times. Well, as you said, Tariq, for us to be seen as a global city, global city our leaders need to uh, step up and, yeah. or, or step out. But anyway, but yeah, so that's there's no date on this K-pop location. Uh, they, they apply for the application was featured in the Business Journal. I'm excited because I think I did. I think my friends took me to a K-pop outside of Alexandria, Virginia. OK. Um, and it was good. So I'm looking. Forward All right. To- well, I share your enthusiasm. Yeah. So I know I, when I shared it on Facebook, the people got really excited. So I'm excited. I, I, it used to be in a place of, uh, used to be, so it'd be in a former location for Old Country Buffet located at 4902 South 74th Street. So I'm going to assume it probably be in that September and they want to get a full liquor license. No one have this. Well, Greenfield's different than Milwaukee. So maybe the whole permit is a lot quicker in Greenfield than Milwaukee. I don't know. I don't know either. So it might be open up before the year's out or maybe beginning of the year. Uh, We'll see. Coming up on this Bites, we'll continue our conversation. We're going to talk about the latest issue, a couple of pieces that Ann did for the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, including a piece about apples and apple picking and a great piece about Emmy's African cuisine. That's all coming up on this Bites. We'll be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the honor system. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on this Bites, Milwaukee's longest running coloring podcast. Coming on, I think, eight years now? I feel like it's eight years almost. Seven, seven, eight years. Those years are ticking away, Tariq. It's it's hard to believe, but yeah, I think it is going on going on our eighth year. That's our anniversary. You don't know that song. And you you know you've never given me an anniversary gift. I did. I gave you Malort, and you didn't accept it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we got the latest uh, issue of Milwaukee Magazine, the best of everything issue. Uh, mm-hmm. Just want to give a shout out to uh, Hyphen, a new radio station, was uh, awarded best new radio station. So woohoo! But we're going to talk about food, not about how great I am. Um, you, have a, okay. you have a couple pieces in there. Um, we're going to start off with, you know, falls up, uh, upon us, almost upon us. Uh, you have a whole little piece about apples and like where to pick them, the types of apples, where to get different types of apples. So elaborate on your, 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 sure. your apple, apple story. Yeah, I put together a page um, for people that love apples, pum, as the French call them. Um, and uh, so I've got four you pick them spots. So if you are into 
the the ritual of going and picking your own apples, which I think is really fun and it's a great activity to bring your kids uh, involved in and um, you can get some really great apples. So for instance, there's this great place in um, Colgate, which is not far from here. It sounds like it's like it's really really far from Milwaukee, but it's more like kind of close to Menominee Falls. It's called Peck and Bushel. And they have 30 different apple varieties, all of them organic. So, um, and they, you know, you can definitely go in their little shop and they have apple cider donuts and all these different treats that you can buy as well. Um, But that is a really fun place to go. Um, Barthel Fruit Farm, which has been a favorite of mine for many years. That's out in Mequon. They've got um, everything from Honeycrisp to Golden Delicious to Paula Red's. You can um, you can pick your own there. Uh, so also part of the story, um, I talk about antique apples. So antique apples meaning um, the varieties of apples that you can get at a particular farm. I mean, go back. I mean, potentially hundreds of years. And um, there is a there is a antique apple orchard in New Berlin. It's called Weston's. And they just have an amazing assortment of, of apples that are really different, really unusual. And I'm going to give you a couple examples. So one is called the Chenango Strawberry. That is not a strawberry. It is an apple. It dates to the mid-1800s. Um, it has a berry red color. Um, and it's, it's everything you want in an apple. It's crisp. It's sweet. It's juicy. Um, and that has, that's ripening now. It's from now through early October. Um, and they, they have this apple at Weston's. Here's another one. This is a pretty interesting one. It's called Caville Blanc d'Hiver. So it's a French varietal that dates to the 1500s, which is pretty amazing. And it's a yellow-skinned apple that has sort of a distinctive lumpy shape to it. Um, really unusual it's great for pies and crisps, and it's you in France. One of its uses is in tart tatin, which is a very famous dessert. This is a, an apple that you can look forward to seeing in early to mid October. And another thing that I included in this story is how to make the perfect baked apple. I mean, do you like baked apples, Tariq? Did you ever had them? I had a, ba- I had a baked apple with like liquor on it. That makes sense. Okay, sure. That's a great way to do it. That's a that's actually a really great way to serve Mm it. Um, But I actually just show a a really simple way to make. You know, you could just do one baked apple, and I um, I really recommend something like a Granny Smith or a Honeycrisp apple. Um, And I kind of talk a little bit about the best way to cut it, um, fill it, um, which it's I fill it with a, a mixture of butter. Um, oats, pecans, brown sugar, and you kind of bake it in a water bath or a cider bath, or you could even do water or cider mixed with a little bit of bourbon or whiskey or something like that um, and bake it in the oven. But it's really delicious. Serve it warm. You can have maple syrup on it or ice cream, frozen custard. Really delicious. And that's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, the best of everything. Uh, issue. Also in that issue, you have a great piece about Emmy's African Cuisine, which recently opened a brick and mortar not too long ago on the east side. What's the story? What's mm-hmm. the scoop on that one? 
Well, I have long enjoyed, I should say, I shouldn't say long because it hasn't been there that long, but the Shored Farmer's Market is this location where Emmy's has had its food truck. And it's just, um, Emmy Kagwa makes these really great um, African stews um, served with rice and um, uh, uh, sometimes served with fufu. Um, and she uh, just recently opened, finally opened a location that you can go in and you can dine in or you can get it to go. It's the old Scheherazade location on Oakland and Locust. Um, so I have a little story about that, a little story about who she is and um, how this kind of uh, location came about. And four things that I think you absolutely should try when you go to Emmy's. Um, one of them is the vegetarian peanut stew, which is rich and creamy and nutty. And this, the vegetarian version has eggplant and mushrooms in it. It's really great over white rice. Yes, there's a chicken version of it. I really like the vegetarian version. Um, jollof rice, okay? Um, that, um, when I was there, is offered every other day. Um, it gets its very vibrant color from tomatoes, and its flavor comes from smoked turkey, fish stock, and beef bones. Really great, very um, highly flavored and complex um, rice dish. I just, I absolutely love it. And you can eat it on its own. That's what I love about it. You don't necessarily have to have a stew with it. And then I have to say, I have to throw this out there. She makes these great samosas, which are these little um, pastries uh, that she does one that has a vegetarian filling. And she also has one with a curried ground turkey Ooh, filling. They're just great. She doesn't have them every day, but when she does, they're just fresh and hot and delicious. Sounds good. And you can check that out in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. I need to stop by Emmy's. I need to stop by Emmy's for yes, you do some, some tasty, uh, some tasty culinary treats. I've got a couple of events for you that's happening within uh, the next couple of weeks. Uh, first up is the sixth annual Battle of the Chefs, which takes place September 25th. It's organized by Samantha Star Events. I was once a judge. She never asked me back to be a judge again. I don't know why. But that's cool. Mm. I'm not hurt. I'm not, I'm not crying. You, you are crying. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm in tears over here, Tree. So the sixth annual again, September 25th and 47th at the Factory on Barclay, 1120 South Barclay Street. Um, some of the chefs participating includes uh, Amanda Berman of Sweetly Baked, Pete Cooney of Pete's Pop, Tayana L. of Soulful Kitchen, Buddha Fly of Buddha Love, Tamisha P. of Baked Dreams Cre Creations, Ginny Lee of Cayuta Korean American, uh, and uh, Martin Magnana of Troublemakers Cocina, which I'm very, I'm, I, I haven't tried their food. I really want to try their food. Like, I'm really, I hear a lot of great things about them. About troublemakers? Yeah, troublemakers. Mean? Yeah. You know, Martin was also, he was a chef at Tess for a long oh, time. okay. And he had, he had um, Frida at Crossroads Collective. Oh, that was him? Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, and Pedro Tejada, of course, Pedro's South American Cuisine is all part of the event. And uh, proceeds uh, will go to help uh, Teens Grow Greens, which is a great organization, uh, which they recently announced they're uh, uh, building a facility, a $7 million facility with a nursery and all a training facility. So congratulations to them. I love yeah, it. Yeah, so that That's event's great. happening. And then you uh, uh, have an event for us from Anodyne. Yeah. 
So Anodyne is the coffee uh, coffee roaster in town um, that has several locations, and one of them in Bayview at 2920 South KK is where they also have those awesome um, pizzas. And uh, so the owners, Matt McClutchy and Lacey Perry, they are doing a harvest dinner. So um, this dinner is coming up on October 8th. There's a link on um, Eventbrite for this dinner. And um, it's going to utilize ingredients that that are that comes right from Lacey's garden and other growers as well. And she's going to have wine and Amaro pairings with mm. it. So this just sounds really interesting. First course is going to be a Wisconsin cheese and, and snack plate paired with a Prosecco and an anodyne-grown apple cider whiskey cocktail. Second course is an onion tart with Village Farmstead onions and anodyne-grown herbs, and that is going to be uh, that's going to be paired with a, P- a Pinot Bianco um, from Italy. Third course is stracato with anodyne-grown wood-roasted squash, braised greens, and risotto. Um, or so there's a choice there. Or you can get braised wild mushrooms and anodyne-grown black beans served with anodyne-grown wood-roasted squash, braised greens, and risotto. Um, This is going to be paired with a Spanish wine. And then the fourth course is the dessert course. That's a cardamom pear cake with um, anodyne's lemongrass, so anodyne-grown lemongrass cream and Grandma Judy's almond biscotti. Um, and that is going to be paired with an Amaro from the Bologna region in Italy. So uh, this just sounds amazing. Um, starts at 6.30 on October 8th. And yeah, we, we'll, we'll share the link, the, the Eventbrite link that you can, you can hook yourself up to, to get tickets to this. Sounds delightful. Again, it's on uh, October 8th, right? Yep. You will find links and all that on our website at RadioMilwaukee.org slash TheSpice. Finally, we got news about a new restaurant, a black woman-owned restaurant uh, called Mill Tex Kitchen. Uh, It joins a delivery-focused food hub, uh, and it's now open inside a company called Paper Table Food Company, which is located at 733 North Milwaukee Street in downtown Milwaukee. There will be a ribbon-cutting ceremony uh, this Saturday, tomorrow at 3 p.m. It is a Wisconsin-Texas-inspired restaurant that opens in, in uh, downtown Milwaukee. Miltex Kitchen specializes in cream cheese and candy-stuffed burgers, jacked-up fries, and a variety of savory egg rolls. The made from they have a a lot of the ingredients are from like a blend of Wisconsin flavors and Texas flavors with meats and cheeses and other types of ingredients. I'm pulled up the menu just to give you a little, um, they have a Sherman street Polish, which is a deep fried Wisconsin Polish topped with grilled onions, candied jalapenos and mustard. They have Astro balls. <laughs> Sorry. They have Astro balls okay. with deep fried Mac and cheese balls atop butter lettuce, drills it with a H town sauce for those who don't know what H town is. Us Southerners, that that stands for Houston. All right. And the woman who runs this, who opened this restaurant, um, this ghost kitchen, Mm -hmm. she had a food truck in Houston. That's how this started. H-Town, Houston. You know, I lived in Houston when I was very little. No. It's considered one of the best food cities in the country right now. 
It's like I could see that. It's just it's a it, of all the food cities right now is a true melting pot of cultures in that city. Like Gravy Podcast had a, a great podcast about how like different like the, the the Vietnamese there's a Vietnamese place that's really blending Texas barbecue and pho, and it's based in Houston. Like it's not a great looking city, I'm gonna be honest, but the food it's like, if you want to go to an amazing food city, innovative food city, I think Houston is definitely should be on your list. But anyway, uh, they have different burgers. As I said before, they even have a Miltex Reuben with a Texas twist. So it's like corned beef sandwich topped with sauerkraut, baby Swiss, um, a big Texas brisket sandwich burger. They have their, again, we talked much about the fries. They have a South Milwaukee fry with ground beef, fries topped with ground beef, pico de gallo, sliced avocado, sour cream. Um, what else? The Lincoln Park egg rolls. So the egg rolls are stuffed with sauerkraut and baby Swiss cheese. Um, another, they have a Jamaican beach egg roll, which is jerk chicken egg rolls stuffed with cabbage. They even have fish fry Fridays with a catfish salad and blackened catfish. Soul food Sundays, smoked turkey wings and jerk chicken and crispy deep fried ribs. Also available on that menu. Again, they have a grand opening tomorrow at 3. Well, that wraps up this edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by the one and only talented and lovely Kenny Perez. Try to edit that one out, Kenny. He, he absolutely <laughs> is lovely, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, Those cheekbones, Kenny Perez. <laughs> <laughs> it's edited by Kenny Perez. With support and generosity from our membership. You can find us on anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple, NPR, uh, even at RadioMilwaukee.org slash ThisBytes. Please remember, feedback's important, so rate and review. And as always, Ann, stay hungry. And keep the Malord cold. Have a great weekend, Ann. You too, Tariq. <laughs>